Hello, and welcome to The Room Above the Attic, a true crime podcast where I describe horrific uh, murders to my father. That would be me, her father. I'm David. And my daughter is... Hannah. And here we go. Welcome to the first show of uh, Room Above the Attic. Now... I know. Why room above the attic, Hannah? Because it's mysterious. It is mysterious. There's... But usually the room above the attic is the sky. <laughs> I, well, yeah, but like, to it's like, yeah, that's the point. It's like, no, there's just like another... I, I, was, I was reading this story about this guy. I, I don't know the particulars, okay? okay? This is not part of this specific... Uh, official podcast but anyway he did find a room that was by his attic and it was filled with a few toys and things like that but i, Ooh, a I harry thought, potter type thing. i thought that was pretty interesting a room you don't even know it's yeah. in your house and you, you've been living there for years yeah that's it's a little creepy the point yeah. yeah what what is in that room well we're gonna figure that out in this podcast Yes, we are. Yeah, metaphorically speaking. Metaphorically, yeah, not like literally. <laughs> okay, so Hannah, what do you got up for us right now? All right, On so, our first case better be a good one. I think it is very good. Okay. Um, when I first came across <coughs> this, I I read it and I was truly kind of horrified about what this guy did. Hmm. And so has this one been solved? Um, yes, it's been solved. Okay. Like, it's pretty clear they know who did it and stuff. Right. Um, but the guy was never caught. Ooh. And that's an interesting story. So he's story. still out there. Well, I mean, this and happened he's in... living in your room. The room above, above the, the attic. attic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, this actually took place in the 1900s, so you'd have to be a vampire to still be alive. And that's not outside the realm of... Possibilities, I guess. Believability? Yeah, know. we could okay. just assume he's a vampire. Right. Okay. Okay. All right, so this horrific ser- series of events starts in the quiet place of Sinkota, which is a town outside of Budapest where Belakis, the main guy in the story, oh my God, wait. is renting a house. It's in Budapest. Uh, outside, just outside of Budapest. Just outside of Budapest. Yeah. So this very well could be a vampire. I guess so, yeah. And the guy's the guy's name is? Belakis. Okay, okay. Belakis. Bella, first name. Uh-huh. Kiss, last name. Yeah. This guy's a vampire. <laughs> okay. Okay. Total vampire. <laughs> All right, keep going. Um, so he's renting a house. He's about 23. Hmm. Um, and he was described as a gentleman, so he's very kind and polite. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, start off that way. yeah, that's kind of the theme you see reoccurring throughout <laughs> all the murders. Wasn't it like Ted Bundy who Oh, he was everyone, a flirt. Yeah, everyone yeah. said he was like really nice and sweet and like a woman and good lady lo- killer. Good looking, but you know what? I never really got the yeah, good looking part. Me I mean, either. decent looking, but not like. I mean, he was no John Stamos. No. <laughs> no Hugh Jackman. All right. Okay. No, 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 no. Me. He's not me. Huh. Right. <laughs> All right. Keep going. Okay. Um. <laughs> so he's a gentleman and an eligible bachelor. Mm. 
Kiss was known to throw lavish house parties and even more extravagant dinner parties. Wow. So he's a... He was a player. Yeah, he's like Tony Stark, basically. He throws parties. Um, Right. He's a bachelor. Right. Did he have a big house somewhere or something? I don't... I'm assuming this house has to be pretty big. Um, Well, to throw a house party. Yeah, you have to have a pretty... It would have to be a... Big party. Yeah. You're not throwing... He he, he threw house parties, not house get-togethers. Get-togethers, yeah. Okay. Um, he was a tall, blonde man. Um, he has a mustache. Mm-hmm. And apparently he was, um, considered, he had, like, very handsome features and was considered to be very appealing by other townsfolk. Mm. Um, especially the ladies of the town. Wow, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, this could be a little Ted Bundy situation here. Just you wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... So, in 1912, Kiss ended up marrying a younger woman uh, named Maria. Okay. Or Marie. Sorry, Marie. Marie, okay. Yeah. Um, But shortly after they got married, Marie began having an affair with a young artist named Paul Bacari. Marie. I know. Marie started out so promising, and now... And Well, yeah, she was like... Paul was around her age, too. Uh Uh-huh. And Kiss was older quite a... Than, yeah. A lot older than her. Mm. I think it was like 15 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... Um, not really surprising to me that she would start going for someone her age. Right. Um, but Marie and Paul mysteriously disappeared later that year. Hmm. Mysteriously. Yeah. And when people started to notice that... Um, they questioned Kiss, and he told them that uh, they were having an affair, and they ran away to America, which is why no one saw them ever again. Ran away to America, the exotic world of America. I know. Nice. Okay. Um, and it's around this time Kiss, uh, like, um, Marie's gone. And he hired a housekeeper to help him keep up the house. Uh-oh. So obviously, <laughs> it's a it's a pretty big house. Another woman. Another woman. Is, yes, has now been introduced into the house. Okay. Yes. Um. And also around this time, Kiss began to collect a number of large metal drums. Like oil drums. Uh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Not like, not like, uh, not, not like, those like Caribbean merengue drums. Yeah. Okay. No, he's not like okay. making music in his <laughs> yeah. house, his okay. big house. All right. Um, which a lot of people found this weird. So obviously they mm-hmm. they questioned him as to why he was collecting all these large metal drums. Right. Um. He's like totally. Totally just an innocent thing. Yeah. I like the size and shape of these metal drums. Nothing nefarious here. Yeah. Basically, he told them um, he was filling them with gasoline, so they were full of gasoline. What the hell? (laughs) Okay. I'll I'll get to that. Um, Okay. Okay. Because he was going to begin rationing the gasoline that was going to become scarce in uh, Europe. Due to World War One. Ah, uh, okay. So, so he is, was he was preparing. He was yeah, a, he, he was, was a preparing. bit of a prepper. Okay. Yeah, so he like knew the war was coming in Europe. So he's like, I'm, and, I'm gonna yeah. stockpile this. 
Mm-hmm. Not, not a bad idea if this is no. really what yeah. he was doing with these It was bro. like six to seven large metal drums okay. that he had that were supposedly filled with Vaseline. Oh, supposedly. Okay. Um, at this time, it's also important to note that police in um, Sinkota and uh, I believe Budapest were also investigating the disappearance of two widows who had failed to make contact with friends um, and family for seven weeks. And the last time they were seen was with a man um, who went by the name Herr Hoffman. Herr Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Why does this guy have female names? Is, I, I'm assuming that they're thinking this is Bella. Well, n- not now. There's not... At this time, there's... At this a, time, they don't know. They, okay, I'm sorry. It's like ju- they can't leak... Ahead link I got the two okay. together so right. okay. but remember that because that's important okay um so in 1914 he was recruited to fight in World War one uh, against the and, uh, Germans yeah okay. um and he left his house in the care of its housekeeper oh she's still alive yeah she's still lucky, alive. lucky okay I know <laughs> um 18 minutes later a kiss went MIA. Uh, uh-huh. Um, and was assumed to be dead, and his property was left alone until 1916, when soldiers came into Sinkota in need of gas. And uh-huh. guess who has a ton of gas? Oh, he had some barrels full of the stuff. Oh yeah. And the townspeople and, were all like, "Hey, there's this crazy, this good-looking weirdo, weirdo that's uh, stockpiled." Yeah, and uh-huh. he's. MIA, we all think he's dead, so he's right. not going to be using him anymore. Right, right. So, okay. that's, um, actually the town co- constable, Charles Nagy, remembered that Kiss had all these large drums of gasoline. Okay. Um, because he, like I said, he stockpiled at least seven large metal drums. Right. So, he leads them to Bella's house. Okay. And when they get inside the house, they find the drums. And when they opened one of the drums, they were met with a horrible smell. Of course. And I'm not thinking it's gasoline. Oh, no. It <laughs> okay. is not gasoline. Some um, putrefaction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, when they looked inside the drum, they found a body of a woman who had been strangled. No. Yeah, he um, strangled his victims with either rope or using his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think it was the only strangulation that he used. I don't think he used anything. Any other means? No. Methods? No. Because, huh. like, uh, he's so that's probably... kind of a personal way to do it. Yeah. I mean, in 1912, I mean, that's... There's other ways, you know? Right, <laughs> yeah. To do it, but he, he wanted to get up close and personal. Yeah, and also, he's, like, this big guy... He's like tall, and I'm guessing he's kind of like built. Right. So it would be easy for him to um, overpower these women. Right. And it was women they found in the barrels? Just women? Um. Hold on. Okay. I'll get so to keep that. going. Yep, I'm listening. Um. So they <laughs> found the woman, and her body was being preserved with alcohol. So, alcohol. Yeah, so, so basically he's pickling the women. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, and preserving them in these large metal drums. Um, so when they opened the six other drums, 
obviously there were more bodies. Uh-huh. Um, so he wasn't being smart at all. He was being a total jackass. Yeah. Big jerk. All in all, they found 24 bodies. Uh-huh. Um, 24 bodies? Yeah. But he only had like seven drums. I know. So So where they, was the other bodies? Were they all stuffed in... Like I there believe, was more bodies in yeah, I more than one body. Yeah, more than one oh body in each God. of the drums. This guy's, um, this guy's yeah, off. and they found um, his wife Marie and her lover Paul. Uh huh. So yeah. it's twenty three women and one man. We kind of saw that happening. Yeah. Well, and and they were all strangled. So Paul was strangled too. Yes. Oh wow. I don't know how he would have done that though. Well, I mean, he could have just. Hit him over the head and then strangled him. Who knows? No, that's true. I guess yeah. they weren't like they didn't have CSI, FBI equipment. Yeah, they they probably didn't. Their autopsies back then were not as thorough. Yeah, they, they probably, probably saw the stuff, the marks around the neck. And were yeah, like, yeah. You strangle. Yep. Um. Yeah. So they found a lot of bodies on this property. Yeah, twenty-four. You said twenty-four. Yeah. Wow. That's. A large number. That's a big number. That yeah. guy. This is the guy. Who was not an occasional uh, uh, killer. He 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 did it quite often. Yeah, right. it was a reoccurring thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they arrested Kiss's housekeeper. Why? Because she didn't she come after the 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 husband and wife? Uh, or yes. the husband and lover died. Yes, she did, but she also um, insisted that they not search his property. Ooh, so she kind of knew what was happening. She maybe think. I think maybe, but um, maybe she was just trying to he be also, protective of him. But. Yeah, she was also in his will, and she was going to receive a large sum of money because he's mm. supposedly am I like dead? Right. Yeah. So either she's just trying to be. Uh, honorable or uh, you know protect her her employer yeah or... or she knows exactly what's going on and doesn't want to lose that money right so what do we think um i think she's just trying to protect him she doesn't know what's happening i don't she's just think she does him. okay but also at the same time i think it'd be kind of hard not to notice all these women coming and none of them leaving right if that's where he did the he, yeah, he if that's where he strangled all these people. It'd be kind of yeah, and then like they'd be screaming. You'd assume yep. they'd be like fighting for the yeah. Life. If if all the women were murdered at on his property, she had to have know, known yeah, something, or, something, or something was off. She'd have yeah. to notice something was off. Now, if it was mur- if the crime scene was not around there. Then I can then see she, she doesn't she's know. She's clueless, yeah. Okay. But keep going. Let's see what happens here. Um, she eventually cooperated with the police and um, even showed them a secret room, which he had told her never to enter. Oh, okay. So what's in the room? Hmm. All right. When the authorities investigated the room, they found a couple of bookshelves and, most importantly, a desk that contained letters from several ads he had placed in newspapers. Uh-oh. Posing as a man named Her Hefner. Her? Is it? Uh, let me see the her. Where is her? Right. Hey, I, like it could be Herr. Herr Hefner. Yeah. Okay, Herr Hefner. Yeah. Um, 
Which is the guy from before. Right. The one that murdered those two widows. Yes. Right. Right. Okay. So he was posing as a man named Her. Or Hair. I don't know. I don't know. I guess. Could you be either. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to assume it's not the American version I've been saying. Yeah. I think it's Hair. Hair. Okay. Hair Hefner. Um, And the ad read, Lonely Widow Seeking Female Companionship. Widow or widower? Widow. Huh. So he was posing as a a woman. Because a woman is a widow and a man is a widower. Mm -hmm. Then I guess it would be widower. Unless there's a discrepancy in the translation. Yeah. Because this is... Uh, Hungarian, yeah. So okay. So I guess I'm, yeah, I'd be a widower. Um, so yeah, it's a um, uh, lonely widower seeking female companionship. Okay. Um, and he selected the women who had no family nearby and who could go missing for a while without being noticed. Mm-hmm. So that's. He would also swindle them out of money and estates. There we go. Mm-hmm. And um, then he would kill them after. So he's really just just a big douchebag. I mean, yeah. murder is obviously terrible, but right. You know that if he's just a psychotic killer, that's all he wants is to murder. Right, but this guy stole. From, yeah, too, he so. stole from them, and it wasn't just about the murder. Really, he was. Yeah. He was. And, uh, yeah. Well, mm. he's throwing all these house parties. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's where he got the money. You think? Is I from... think. Yeah. Okay. Because like. Right. I imagine they are quite frequent if everyone knows about them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So mm. obviously they cost a lot of money. Yeah. To throw so. Right. He has to get that from somewhere. Well, nineteen twelve. You know, you can't just turn on the music. Yeah. You gotta buy the records. You gotta have the alcohol and food right. and stuff for everybody. Yeah, that's expensive Yeah, in that time. Yeah. It's expensive today to yeah. throw parties. Well, but today like, it's like BYOB. Yeah. You know, hey, it's going to be my house, but you're bringing the chips, he's bringing the salsa. And the right, and then you can beer. just say, all right, we will play, like, party music and you're good. Yes. It's not like we have to be like, Where's the Mozart CD? <laughs> yeah. Not CD. Um, well, and who vinyl. knows? It in that nineteen twelve, maybe he had uh, live music. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. He could be like the Gatsby of. Hungary. Yeah, the the, the Great Gatsby of Hungary. <laughs> yeah, that kind of was. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, he's like. Handsome. He made up a persona. Hair. What was it? Hair Hefner. Herr Hefner. Okay, Sounds so a little bit like, like Hugh, Hugh Hefner. Hefner. Oh, this guy. Yeah, this guy was the great Gatsby of uh, Hungary. A little bit. Yeah. Except for uh, Gatsby never murdered. Well, well he, he did, did murder. He killed. But, yeah. Um, His car was a real lady killer. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're off track. <laughs> okay. Let's let's get back okay. on to the story. Um, so, <laughs> the constable Charles Nagley. Nagy, sorry, um, sent out a letter to the military requesting that they seize him if he should turn up, um, because it was also a possibility that he could be a prisoner of war. 
Uh, so. Sir, would serve him right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after all he did to those 24 people. Yeah. And I don't know about the First World War, but in the Second World War, Germany was not good to the prisoners. No, they were not. Yeah. All um, right. So, in October of 1916, Kiss was recuperating from injuries in the Serbian hospital. Oh, so they did find out where yes. he was. Okay. They did find him eventually. So, he was he a prisoner of war? Or Serbia was not, so he wouldn't have been a prisoner. No, he was just, I think he probably just fled. Okay. Because they, he wasn't there to keep up his estate. And like keep the lies going, and so he probably knew that they were gonna. What year is this? Um, he was found in 1916. Okay. So he probably. So that was the same year they found the bodies. Well. On his property. Um. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So by this point, he's probably like, well, I get they've probably found out what I've done. Maybe. So okay, I'm just so gonna make a after run for they it. find him in the hospital. What happens? Um. So Nanny goes to the hospital to arrest the Kiss. Okay. Yeah. Um. But when he gets there, there's a body in the bed, but it's not Kiss. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. He had replaced um himself with a dead soldier. Of course he did. In the middle of the night. How did the soldier die? <laughs> yeah. So you never know. Strangulation? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. And also, I feel like a dead soldier is not hard to come by in a hospital. Right, in, in World War One. Yeah. Right. Um, All right. So keep going. So, um, yeah. Kiss fed, fled the hospital in the middle of the night, and he was never caught. So they, that was no, it. Yeah. That's all they know from that guy. Um, there were a few possible sightings. Um, like, I think in a nearby town, there was a janitor who people said looked like Kiss. Um, and when they went, got word of that and went to um, interview the janitor, he was missing. Uh-oh. So that was so, probably him then. Yeah, I'm wow. thinking... Um, but they never found the janitor either, so he just, they never caught him. Right. Because he was able to escape. Wow. So many times, yeah. So I wonder if then he went on to and kept killing people, and they just they that never figured be, that yeah. out. You know, they, they never connected the two. Yeah, that could be. Wow. Craziness. I know. Like I said, this one's a doozy. Yeah. There's a lot of twists and turns. Like, that's why I was so captivated when reading it. It was like, oh, his wife's missing. That's cool. And then it was like, 24 more bodies, huh? Yeah, that, I didn't expect 24 more bodies. No, you Because there was only seven barrels. So I was like, yeah. seven bodies. But, like, they're, like, large okay. drums. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, seven I'm, large I drums. Not, like, well. Not, not the little 50-gallon drums. No. Okay. Wow. But also, that's a lot of gas. Like, why would you need that much for... I don't know. I, I mean, I was assuming, like, if I am just being a normal person and not a serial killer, I'm assuming he's going to stockpile that and then sell it. Oh, that could be. Also, yeah. when, when it runs out. That's a good business move. Yeah. Know? But it turns out he's uh, just filling them with bodies. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's uh, that's not cool. No. Well, that was a good. Uh, that. Uh, was <laughs> yeah. Beep on the computer. Um, that was a good first. Um, inaugural story, episode. inaugural yeah. episode for us. Uh, the case of Bella Kiss. Yes. Hungarian serial killer. Yes. From 1912. Yeah. A- yeah. Started in 1912. Yeah. As far as we know. Yeah, because. Ended in 1916. Maybe a question mark. <laughs> well, or did he kill a soldier? You never know. Yeah. Yeah, like you say though, he probably didn't. There was probably yeah. enough, enough uh, death around there. He could have just taken one. Yeah, he's like, oh hey, wow, that guy on the floor. He's, I feel uh, like in 1912, it'd be a lot easier to disappear. Yeah, because we don't have as much technology, or they didn't have as much technology as we have. Right, but also, like uh, the Wild West, you know. This is a little off topic, but I always wondered, like, in the Wild West, when there was an outlaw or something, and I know a lot of this is just Hollywood and stuff, but when there's an outlaw and they have their face on a wanted poster. Right. Right. Like, there was no Twitter. There was no television. There was no radio back then. So when you saw a picture on a wanted poster, that, that probably did stick with you. That was your media of the day. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's like, you know, how how effective were those wanted posters? You know, and back in the day, you'd think maybe pretty effective if the picture was. Yeah. Unlo- like, if you remember in Tangle- Tangled, like Flynn Rider, he was always like, they can never get the nose right. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like so that if there's maybe a good artist lot. that was drawing the outlaws picture, <laughs> yeah, maybe I wonder that probably coincided with the arrest rate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's let's uh, not get Tim to draw this anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're never finding the guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Make sure Enid's the artist this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and also like you have to take into account like who's describing them. Like, because after a while, you're not going to remember exactly what they look like. Right. Yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah. I guess they did have, like, they could take pictures back then, right? Well. Because there's pictures of Billy the It depends on the year. I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge, yes. But it's not like they could be like, hey, outlaw. Smile. Stop right at robbing the bank and stand still for five minutes. Yeah. So we can get your picture taken. Here, right. You know? it's, like, it's like so a they process. didn't have any. You know, I doubt that there's many, if if any, any pictures of actual, you know, <laughs> bank robbers robbers in the act. Yeah. You know, and if there are, it was totally unplanned. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like like it's not like you can discreetly take pictures of them. Not, it's like no, because no. there's kind of like the flash if they use the flash, right? It, and it you an have explosion. to be like under that, yeah. You have to be <laughs> under that little uh, black thing too, right? Right. So you you know someone was know. taking a picture. You know what? We might have to do another podcast on the uh, criminal, um, uh, on some of those criminal things from the Wild West. That'll be in that a future be cool. episode. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, very good. Yeah. Well, I think that was a fantastic first episode. Me too. I thank you for finding that story. Oh, you're that right. story was all uh, uh, vetted. Yeah, and, it was and found definitely, by Hannah. Yeah. Proud of her. Thank you for that because um, uh, I think she did a great job. Yeah, it's so. just interesting to me how he was Bella Kiss was basically Ted Bundy. Yeah, it was like kind of was the nineteen twelve really Ted Bundy. Charming. Yeah, was trying to charm widows out of their money and yeah. kill them. And kill them, yeah. Not, not so cool it's like, guys. no, it's not cool. But it also goes to show how they've been doing it for years. Yeah, it just seems like if you're a real like piece of crap person, you're, you're, and you're Plus charming, you gotta, like your morals are pretty. I mean, let's say there's no mental problems. Yeah. You know, and I believe that there can be no mental problems and you're still a killer, you know. Right, You know, yeah. you don't have to be mentally ill to kill people. No, all you need is that so. one thing to push you over the edge and snap you. Yeah, yeah. Like. So. So, yeah. Anyway. Well. We keep on getting off on our I wild know. tangent. Hey, that could be another name for our podcast, Wild Tangents. No, it's oh, the, room that's... The, <laughs> the, the Room Above, above the, the Podcast. The Room Above the Podcast. The Room Above the Attic. <laughs> All right. All right. Otherwise known as Wild Tangents. Yes. Wild Tangents, <laughs> a.k.a. the room above the attic. Yes. All right. Thanks, everybody. And tune in again uh, for our second episode. Yes. Um, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the room above the attic. All one word, no spaces. Nice. Yeah. Didn't even know we were set up for that yet. Oh, yeah. I got installed. <laughs> Of course. Of course. All right. Okay. And remember, if you've been on the podcast, you done been Merc. You done been Merc, son. <laughs>